Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Yeah, it's um, I fixed it. And this is the start of the episode. <laughs> I don't now. I feel like mine's looking weird. Nah, it's probably fine. Yeah, no, I mine, checked it before. I I've changed the my XLR cable is what I've done because mm. yeah, I had a, a bit of a panic the other day when my microphone had had still was still fucky. Uh, and I was moments away from having to interview uh, a, a, a celebrity. <laughs> I yeah, won't so say who. <laughs> fixing fixing your microphone. Don't need to bother for it for the podcast, but gets the whole red carpet rolled out from. It actually wasn't. Who was it? It was Billy Eichner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that it was because normally, like when I'm talking to people that aren't this podcast or if i'm recording another podcast or whatever i will turn my mixer all the way up just so, like because we record it quite low and then boost the gain and post but yeah turning it all the way up was i was really hearing that when i do go test on the zoom meeting i was really hearing a buzz and i was like okay there actually is a problem yeah so eagle-eared listeners will will be able to notice that last week um Richard's audio wasn't as good, but I'm such a good editor that it's only a little bit noticeable. Yeah. And... Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. What are we, uh, what are we doing here today? Well, welcome along, everybody, to Film... Fr- no, to Cold Popsha Podcast Spooktober. This is our second off week for Spooktober, and even spookier than the last. Wow. Uh... Of course, because last, um, two weeks ago for Spooktober, I did a little spooky Easter egg quiz, and Richard was like, I gotta get in on this. And so, what have you made, Richard? Show the class. Uh, so, I have made Richard's dumb little quiz. I was just counting how many rounds we've got. You'll have to keep your own score, like I had to last week. Oh, fuck. The reason I get you to do that is because you can do that. (laughs) All right, well, I can do it if you want. You stupid fuck. I can do it. No. All right, you do it then. Fuck it. Uh, It's going to be zero the whole time. Sorry, Richard, is this this dumb little quiz a spooky dumb little quiz? Uh, Yeah, this is Richard's dumb, spooky, little, stupid, dumb quiz. That would be the name of the episode. And, yeah, what we... There, there is a format to this quiz. It's got eight rounds. Most okay. of those have ten questions in them, so I ended up. That is quite spooky. That is quite spooky. It's quite. A, it seems like a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> but there is a a theme to the quiz, 
other than just spook, which mm-hmm. I think will uh, might become apparent when you hear some of these uh, round names as we get to them. So, right. do you want to just start off with the first round? Ten questions here. Yes, I would love to. So, the first round is called, we talk about titles a lot on this podcast. Terrifying. So here's how the- I'm really I'm really worried that you haven't really taken the Spooktober thing to heart. So I'm trying to fake it by describing <laughs> things as terrifying and scary. So I'm going to give you a sequel subtitle. You tell me what franchise that is from. Okay. Okay. You understand? So yep. back to perfection. Um. Oh, have we covered this? No. Oh. None of these have been franchises we've covered. Oh my god! <laughs> Way to get to make it harder for me. Well, yeah, Back I mean, if it was perfection. just if you're just having to remember season of the witch, which would be Halloween yeah. three. Well, that's what I thought. No, this I, I, this is a hard quiz. It's supposed to be hard. This is this we, we haven't covered became, any of the fucking shit you covered last week. This has became well, we become increasingly scarier. Okay, is it? Um, is it a horror movie? Well, yes, this is all horror. It's a spooky ah, quiz. Ah, there's the connection. Okay, back to I the said fiction. it was a spooky quiz. Let's go taboo. <laughs> taboo 2. No, uh, that is the subtitle for Tremors 3. Back to Perfection. Ah, weird. Uh, so Perfection quest- must be the name of the town or something. Oh, yeah, maybe. That's what it is. <laughs> so, uh, question two. The subtitle is Your Sister is a Werewolf. Is, really? Is that not just a, a tagline? That's, no, that's the subtitle for the film. Okay, um, let's go. Um, uh, I was a teenage vampire. Uh, that is the subtitle for The Howling 2 Your Sister is a Werewolf. Wow. <laughs> so, like, a lot of, a lot of these, like, uh, you're. You 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 like to do for your quizzes multi choice things like that make it so that I can actually get some points. I just like to find obscure things and just be like, "Huh, this exists. Isn't that fun?" Mm. I mean, I do too. I just give you a chance by including. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't believe in that. Um. <laughs> so, uh, Lands End. Question three. Okay, let's go. Um, what's the like? Um, no, it won't be that. Let's go, um, Goblin, Goblin 3. <laughs> <Just making up laughs> nice, titles. I like you taking a swing. Uh, no, this is the subtitle for The Birds 2. I didn't know there was a Birds Neither 2. Neither did I. Yeah, The Birds 2 lands end, which is directed by Rick Rosenthal, who directed Halloween 2 and Halloween yeah. Resurrection, but it's credited as being directed by Alan Smithy. Didn't Rick Rose? no, Richard Rosenthal did a Psycho. Hmm. Is it the same guy? No, it wouldn't have been. <laughs> I, would have, I would have known that. Okay, here's one you might be able to get. The second story. Uh, never-ending story? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, this is <laughs> House 2, the second story. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so it's S-T-O-R-E-Y. Yeah, yeah. As in sequel to, is, that's not the Japanese house. Uh, no, there's, uh, there's just a movie called House. <laughs> it's, but it's not the like Criterion Collection. I Japanese I horror. do not believe so. No, because <laughs> I've seen that. Um, I know you have, and that might come up later. Oh, um, I don't think okay. it does. Uh, <laughs> but it might. Okay, so uh, okay, this is. I'll, I'll give you the number of the franchise. It is. This is 
the fifth one what horror movie has the subtitle high five um leprechaun no you are kind of close though it's uh evil bong high five (laughs) of course (laughs) what about axis of evil um is this red snow too no it's not uh that's uh puppet master four axis of evil (laughs) these are so hard this is this is dumb this is a dumb little quiz well this is probably the the one of the hardest rounds all right okay (laughs) okay question seven passion of the crust Oh, is it like gingerbread, the gin- ginger dead man? It is ginger dead man too, yes! Passion of the Crust. One point yes! on the board. <laughs> Question eight, Sea Eagle. Sea Eagle is, of course, the birds three. <laughs> no, you're very close though. It is a bird-themed third film. Okay, The Crow. No, it's uh, Birdemic 3. It's oh, the soon-to-be-released Birdemic no 3 doy. Sea Eagle. <laughs> uh, the Heretic. Question nine. The heretic is is exorcist. It is exorcist too. Um, and the last one. This is not a subtitle. All all of the last questions have a little bit of a twist on them. I think I can't remember, but most of them do. So this isn't a subtitle. It's look what's happened to name a franchise. Look what's happened to the Toxic Avenger. No, it's look what's happened to Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> there are sequels to Rosemary's yeah. Baby. Yeah. Wow. So after round one, we talk about Tyler's Law on this podcast. You have two points. Woo! What do you think, I think the next round might be? Is it dumb IMDb trivia? No, but that is an upcoming round. Uh, this one is called We Talk About Taglines Now. <laughs> oh, God. Cool. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to give you a tagline. All you have to do is tell me the film it comes from. All right. All right. And so some of these, some of these are classic, some of these are obvious, and then some of these, there's like a pun in them that you might be able to work out, you know? Mm. So the first one, a famous one, be afraid, be very afraid. Um, that, what is that from? I don't know what that's from. I didn't know that was from anything. <laughs> uh, that I is think the... I've just heard it quoted. Do you want to, do you want to take a, a stab? Is it like, um, let's go the fly. It is the fly. No You're chances. kidding me. No, good job. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Was what was was there anything in the back of your mind that knew that, do you think? Or No, I just I'm in a part of my brain that is like DVDs I saw at United Video twenty years ago. <laughs> okay, uh, tagline two. To avoid fainting, keep repeating. It's only a movie. It's only a movie. Oh, what is this? Um, is this this is something old? This is something well, yeah, like um, this is like um, but it'd be something humorous because it wouldn't be like The Exorcist because they wouldn't give that their tagline. It's too self serious. It's only a movie. It's only a movie. Is it? Um, it's not like a Nightmare on Elm Street or anything. No, I'm gonna. I, I yeah, I guess it's probably similar um tone to Nightmare on Elm Street because I was gonna say. That it's it's not like a, a comedy horror or anything like that. Ah, okay. Um Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, you're you're closer with uh Nightmare on Elm Street. What, Friday the thirteenth? No, it's um Wes Craven's first film, Last House on the Left. Ah, nice. Yeah. 
I, <laughs> this one, this is a film I didn't know existed until, but the tagline's fun. Take the stairs. Take the stairs. For God's sake, take the stairs. Is it the elevator? <laughs> I'll give you that. It's called the lift. <laughs> okay, sweet. <laughs> 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 there any sequels to the lift uh let me have a look they're, they're shortly i mean you don't you God don't make it sake take the stairs <laughs> oh there's a there's a um there's a re- an american remake called down oh, yeah. it's a it's a dutch uh horror film. <laughs> the lift. fun for god's sake <laughs> Um, all right, this one, tagline four. If this one doesn't scare you, you're already dead. And I'll give you a clue. We have covered this on the podcast. Okay. Is it, uh, Gremlins 2, the new batch? It is not. No, this is from Phantasm. Ah, nice. Uh, question five. You have the right to remain silent forever. (laughs) This is just real life police. <laughs> um, okay, so it it would be like cop related though, right? Um, I don't think I can think of any cop related horror movies. Any coprophilic? Coprophilic. <laughs> um, I don't know. What is it? Just tell me. Uh, it's called Maniac Cop, oh, which yeah. is just, uh, <laughs> okay. just just the bloody police force, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, tagline six ding dong you're dead fuck what is this it's like um is it the pee pee poo poo man <laughs> you won't be laughing when he kills you <laughs> oh that's the tagline that is a real movie though isn't it uh the bye bye man called some the bye bye is it the bye bye man no it's not the bye bye man uh this is house ah of course it is <laughs> uh tagline seven he'll tear your soul apart uh, this is a nightmare on elm street no it's not but we have covered on the podcast yeah what is it it's um hellraiser it is hellraiser yep yes <laughs> yeah! um question eight sometimes dead is better um final destination no um return of the living dead no this one i haven't um, seen this movie but i know you have and apparently it's said in the movie this is from pet cemetery Oh fuck! It is. That's it's so good in the movie. <laughs> I've seen the, I've seen the the more recent adaptation, yeah. and um, Jonathan Lithgow says it, mm. and it's it's he's just got such a rich dulcet tone. I I, just, I wrote that one as like, oh, some of these are probably getting too hard. I'll give one that AJ would just get. <laughs> <laughs> trapped yeah. in time, surrounded by evil, low on gas. Ah, uh, until low on gas, I would have thought Army of Darkness. And now you think. Um, is it the Black Knight? <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of lost in time adventure. Um, no, should we, did you just want to go with your first guess then? Well, I guess low on gas could refer to the gas in his, his chainsaw. It could. I mean, do you want to just throw that out as a guess? I don't think I do, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> no, is it Army of Darkness? Uh, it's the Black Knight. I <laughs> know uh, it is really? Army of Darkness. Oh, okay. Um, all right. And the last one. Uh, children shouldn't play with dead things and remember quite often the last one has a bit of a twist to it how is there a twist to this one so the tagline is children shouldn't play with dead things is the movie called dead things no you're very close (laughs) is it called 
play with dead uh the movie is called children children shouldn't play with dead things <laughs> okay <laughs> all right Sweet. so this uh you're on six points after two rounds how you feel all righty are you enjoying the quiz are the audience enjoying the quiz right in Write it and tell us if you're enjoying it. Or turn it off now. Yeah. And we'll know. Yeah, we'll know. We'll look at our stats, our retention stats. All right, here we go. This has been suggested to us before as an episode. We've talked about making this an episode. This round is called Dumb IMDb Trivia. Okay. So you might be able to pick up the theme here, AJ. What are you... What are, what's it's the just thing? podcast segments? It is podcast segments. I'll give you a point for that. Okay. So I'm going to give you a piece of dumb IMDb trivia. You tell me the film. Where necessary, I've um, gotten rid of, you know, character names, director names, actor names, okay. and stuff like that. So, yeah. and also for this one, I, I went on, and this is why I said <laughs> that I know you've seen House will come up, is because I went onto your letterbox and... Um, every single one of these answers, I know you've seen the film. Okay. Oh fuck, that's so unfair. Now I got no excuse. <laughs> I, th- I thought that was nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it is, I guess. But like, I was relying on just like being like, I'm just a silly little guy. I don't know <laughs> I'm just the a answers. Silly little boy. All right. <laughs> For the movie, fake airline tickets were printed up for passengers to carry and use. On the back was listed 12 terms and conditions for buying the ticket, just like on real airline tickets. However, the 12th read, all of the provisions of this passenger ticket and baggage claim check are completely bogus. It's all a bunch of excessive detail. And if you happen to be reading this, you've got too much time on your hands. Bring a good book next time. Uh, Well, I'm inclined to go Final Destination because it's airplane themed. It's not Final Destination, but can you think of another airplane related horror movie that you've seen airplane (laughs) oh is it red eye it is red eye yes Yes. (laughs) i used to have that on dvd i know yeah and the the trailer that's like a romantic comedy until killian murphy's eyes like light up red which is not part of the film It is a good name for an airplane thing. Oh, absolutely, though, yeah. isn't it? Red eye, Cause yeah, because yeah, because the character's red eyes. <laughs> There's glowing red <laughs> eyes. <laughs> All right, piece of trivia too. A moose's head is pulled out of the lake in the movie, and there is a lake in Maine called Moosehead Lake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pulled out of the lake? Is it? Um, it's not. It's like Friday the Thirteenth. No. Is it Tucker and Dale versus Evil? It is not. Um, there's, I, I think there's only one on here that we've covered on the podcast, and it's not this one. Ah. Oh. Um, but I have seen it. Is it Lake Placid? Is Lake Placid very good? Nice. See, I'm being nice with these ones. They mention airplanes. They mention <laughs> lakes. All right, uh, number three, and this is also I should have mentioned as well that this is going by what Letterboxd marked as horror. So aj's has marked as watched horror okay uh, so uh pieces of, I, so this one's not really a horror well I, you might it. say it's not i probably would but i i haven't seen it uh when the cat is fighting the spider you can hear the cat try kung fu <laughs> uh is this eight-legged freaks, <laughs> eight-legged freaks. <laughs> i mean that's as much of a horror as like gremlins yeah, is, yeah. i guess all right i've redacted the director's name but director made all masks in his mother's kitchen the heads of the aliens are bent backwards because otherwise they wouldn't fit in the oven where the latex was hardened hmm. 
Is this like attack the block? No. Um, is it an alien horror movie? Um, where, is it where the director might have to make masks in their mum's kitchen? Okay, I was going to say Dreamcatcher, but I feel like that's not as as low of a. Um, I think there was CGI aliens as well. Um, <clears throat> um, critters. It is not critters. This is bad taste. All oh, right. Oh no, doy. Uh. <laughs> the peter jackson film which was made just over weekends with the very minimal yeah. budget question five doors are never opened or closed throughout the entire film except the trucks near the end and <laughs> <laughs> um, the sixth sense no John i don't Mulligan. know then. What, what can you what can you extrapolate from this anything that that it's about closed doors no secret window (laughs) (laughs) that there's there's trucks in it uh no this is uh from a quiet place uh ah why are they shutting truck doors then at the end when he when he shuts the truck door and goes off to spoilers for a quiet place (laughs) (laughs) all right nice yeah all right number six in the scene we are bj walks through the living room the actor is holding the ipad of the film's script supervisor which happened to have a pdf of the script on the screen as the prop was improvised as cameras had started rolling on the scene i'll give you a clue this is out of uh all of these this is the only one we've covered on the podcast damn it is not actually the next one we have as well oh so this this one's still this two yeah yeah Okay, um, this will be for uh, Happy Death Day. No, it's a good guess, though. Uh, this is from Boo, a Medea Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Uh, number seven. If you actually travelled 27 miles northeast of Manchester, you would end up in Huddersfield, West Yorkshire. Mm. And this is a, it's an English horror movie. Oh, uh, Hellraiser? <laughs> they, yeah. They're English, aren't they? Uh, no, you're going to kick yourself. This is from 28 Days Later. Oh, of course. Yeah, nice. Piece of dumb IMDb trivia number eight. This is mm-hmm. Kenan Thompson's first or second R-rated <laughs> that he co-stars in. Previously was My Boss's Daughter, even though the movie was PG-13. The DVD version had its own R-rated release. What is Kenan Thompson? A scary movie? No. I don't think he's even in that. Um... The only thing I can think of that we've covered that is Keenan Thompson and it is... we haven't covered it. Oh, we I thought we said we had. Oh, that was the other that one. That was right. twenty eight days later. Uh oh, okay. Um Keenan Thompson. Maybe he was in like Um The Grudge. <laughs> uh no, this is Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> <laughs> nice another plane th- i should have guessed this for the plane i mean i guess i guessed right for the yeah yeah but- no you should have guessed snakes on the plane <laughs> according to a christian right-wing review that the directors and producers will bring up in interviews the word fuck also referred to as the foulest of the foul words in the review is uttered 137 times um <clears throat> let's go uh what lies beneath <laughs> no this is uh the blair witch project oh nice all right and number 10 and uh there might be a little bit of a trick in this one now playing podcast reviewed this film this film received one recommend and two not recommends is the twist just that it's now playing podcast yeah so i mean if you can give me any film that now that i can look up and now playing podcast gave it this 
Um, oh, right. <laughs> I'll oh, that's give gonna, you a point. That's going to take a while. Yeah, we what, don't know. Just what would you get? I mean, I've got an answer written down, but... The Purge. Okay, let me check. The Purge, INDV, trivia, and then... If it's not right... I mean, that's a good guess. In terms of like... Thank you. Yeah, that is actually... Yeah, no, very good. Um, okay, just checking the INDV trivia. Control F. Now playing. They... It's not on INDV trivia, unfortunately. The answer I had was Paranormal Activity. Who's not recommending Paranormal Activity? Yeah, that's, that's a weird what one. What a right? seminal film to yeah. like... Be like, nah, don't watch it. <laughs> Alrighty. So, our next round is called mm-hmm. french wise now oh. i've been trying for days <laughs> this is gonna to, be a complicated to come up with round. a way to make french wise into a yeah. round and yeah. i couldn't so this is a round about spooky movie scores <laughs> so if you'll go to richard's dumb little folder on our shared drive okay <laughs> this has nothing to do with french wise it's just the name of the segment um <laughs> of the of the round so okay. um, uh, you'll have in there, I've sent you 10 five-second pieces of audio. This is mm. music from uh, spooky media. And you've got a five-second piece that you can listen to. And then there's also an answers folder that has a 15-second piece of audio. Some of those won't make it any clearer than it already is. Some nice. it's like I cut it off right before it's obvious or, or whatever. But you'll be able to edit that in and see so if you go ahead and play q1 for me um is is this the exorcist no ah that's so annoying i've been humming this recently (laughs) and i I guess i don't know what it's from Do do you know what and i'll give you this as a clue for later on a week ago when i thought i'm gonna make this i Part of the reason I wanted to do this was because I was going to put the you're the killer score in there, and I forgot to. So I can give you a hint now: you're the killer is not one of the answers. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I didn't think it was. That's not a hint at all. Is ah, what is this from? God damn it! It's like, is it ah, is it the Omen? Is it Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Is it? Am I just tell me if I'm. Uh, well, I'll just I'll just tell you that you haven't got it, and I'll put you out of your misery. Um, if you want to play the fifteen second version to see if that helps, you can. Okay, um, here we but go. I'm marking this as wrong. So pissed off because everyone else is going to know what it is. Uh, this is the like... score, the opening titles from The Shining. Oh god, <laughs> I'm actually so angry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see if uh, I I have more faith in you on question two. So let's have a listen to the five second version of it. My my confidence is shot, dude. Uh, that is us. That is from us. You can go ahead and play the 15 second version if you want, but uh, yeah, that's, oh, the, that's the, uh, <laughs> the spooky remix of I Got Five on it. Mm. <laughs> 
right, question three. Mm, I don't know if I've heard this one. You have. Feel free to listen a couple of times. Yeah, is it? I want to. I'm going to say Friday two, Friday, Friday the thirteenth. Friday two, <laughs> next Friday. <laughs> not, not, not next. Friday. <laughs> uh, no, this is uh, genuinely one of my favorite film scores. This is from Phantasm. Ah, nice. I'm guessing in the right ballpark. Right. There is a there's a signature to absolutely seventies, eighties yeah. horror scores, isn't there? Question four. This one's a little bit different, but we'll see. Alrighty. Is this Dexter? No, no, good guess though. It sounds like the Dexter one. I can even hear him like peeling the bacon apart. <laughs> it, um, I don't know. It sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. Um, this is Red Right Hand by Nick Cave of the Bad Seeds, which is in every oh. Scream film. Okay, that is a little different in a way that meant it was out of my brain. <laughs> I'm thinking score, not soundtrack. Alrighty. So you, the, here's the, the full version. Take a little walk to the edge of town and go across the track Where the viaduct looms like a bird of all right next one i would be very surprised if you don't get this one this is question five (laughs) i'm sorry it's so unrecognizable to me really all right i don't know what that is at all it sounds playful okay yeah do you anything you want to extrapolate from that is wanna... it Gremlins? No, go ahead and play the uh, the answer version and, and kick yourself. Maybe it, yeah, maybe it's just the like the version, the five seconds you gave me. I'm just not recognizing. Ah, okay, it's. Halloween three season of the witch. That is from Halloween season three season. I of don't witch. know that as well as you know it. I still thought you'd get it. I'm sorry, I trusted you. All right. It kind of sounds like the start to um I've been cheated by you since I don't know when. You include a mamma mia. <laughs> well, you know, we'll see. Um Question six, we are up to now. (laughs) Is this Man Behind the Mask? It is. This is Alice Cooper's. He's back, the Man Behind the Mask from Friday the 13th, part six, Jason. Is it called He's Back, then open parentheses, the Man Behind the Mask clothes parentheses? It is, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then if you listen to the full version, you'll hear that in the song. nice 
All right, we're down to the last few here. Question seven. Have a listen. Do you recognise it? It sounds Kubrickian. What is <laughs> <that>? <laughs> Sorry, I silently nodded. <laughs> uh, it's not like... Uh, I want to say it's like 2001 A Space Odyssey, but it won't be. Incorrect. Is <laughs> this okay. is from A Clockwork Orange. Uh, that is Kubrick. It is Kubrickian. Holy god damn, that's more impressive than... <laughs> Then if you've gotten it right. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen the movie. Oh, really? I, yeah. um That's one that I, to be honest, I know more from the Simpsons uh, parody. Mm. <laughs> that that random Treehouse of Horror segment where they're like, it, with uh, the one where they're in the boat, Marge, Homer, and a character voiced yeah, by yeah. Hugh Laurie. And then it's all revealed to be like Maggie playing in her bathtub. And then she's Alex DeLarge. And it plays yeah. the score. <laughs> Right, question eight. Here we go. Uh, is this like some like Nickelodeon spooky you're, you're, TV you're, show? You're circling it, yeah. Uh, is it like, uh, it's not Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's like aimed lower than that. It's like <laughs> the spooky detectives or something. Like a Scoo- is it a Scooby-Doo? No, it's not. What is it? Uh, this is the original theme song to Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh my god, I got Buffy and didn't get Sabrina. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like, Witch. it's not Buffy, it's aimed lower than that. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright, and yeah, the, the entire theme song is <laughs> is here with their little, their little quip at the end. So not me. Never was never allowed to watch it growing up. Mm. Last couple here, question nine. Again, this is a bit of a um, curly one. <laughs> a lot of these are curly ones, Richard. <laughs> um, is this just something from like a late or mid midlife nightmare on Elm Street? No. Okay. I, pro- it- I probably, to be fair, I probably could have used a more recognizable part of the song, but this is like in the iconic. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll give you a clue. It's a song, it's not part of the score. Um, well, I could tell that. <laughs> that it's like the iconic part of the scene. This is the bit you're hearing. Is it like a situation like stuck in the middle with you from Reservoir Dogs? It, uh, it's very close to that, yes. But in a spooky context um oh god i can't think there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda-approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Have I seen this? Yeah. <laughs> Has it been covered on the podcast? No. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, this I, I is I can... Hip to be Square by Huey Lewis in the News from American Psycho. Right. Okay. It sounded like Huey Lewis because it sounded like Back to the Future. Mm. Yeah. I haven't seen American Psycho properly. Well. So, but I do I do know that song, isn't it? But yeah. I feel like I'm doing good in guessing around you a, are, the you answer, are. bringing up stuck in the I'm middle. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> well, okay. not your fault. All right. Okay, and question ten again could be a bit of a curly one. Let's see. This is right before the iconic part of the Halloween theme song. You are mostly correct. <laughs> okay uh no you're right um i'll give you the point for that but this and because there's one note of it at the end but this is actually the um trent reznor and atticus ross covered the halloween theme song and this is from their version why would you not use that in the like mm. live the, the, yeah it was like the yeah, when the 2018 one was coming out they like but it's weird to hear like instrumental artists covering an instrumental song is that weird yeah Okay. I mean, I haven't heard it. It makes sense to me. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like, you know, you usually cover. Anyway, here's the the clip. All right. So that is, you're up to 13 points now. Spooky spooky boy so well, this... I, can't, I can't get any more i would it would betray yeah, it would the terrify theme. you <laughs> so this next round do you want to take a guess of what it's called is it called post-credit scene <laughs> just at the end of the do we just end of the episode uh no <laughs> this one is called post-credit scene would have been a good one i haven't done that but this you haven't done i thought that'd be the obvious one <laughs> I'm sorry, AJ. Well, I can't think of any other segments <laughs> we do. We've got continue the franchise. We've got four uh, rounds left. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this round is called ranked at franchise. Okay. So this one, you should be able to get all of these because they're partly yours. I'm going to give you a franchise. You just have to tell me where it is ranked in our ranked list. You get three points if you get it exact. You get two points if you get it within two, and you get one point if you get it within five. Okay. Does that sound fair? Uh, I feel like our our very aloof <laughs> embracing of the ranked list will make this a lot harder because I've stopped caring about it in a lot of ways. But All right. Well, I tried to make a fun little quiz, and I worked on this for two days. <sighs> but um, I'm, you you keep taking offense to things I'm not meaning as criticisms of you. Um. What do you mean I keep taking offense to it? <laughs> What's the fucking question? All right. Whereabouts on our ranked list 
is the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre ranked? 15. 15, no. It's, it's 93. <laughs> <laughs> right, because the sequels are so bad. I forgot about so you. So you were not within five for that one. I'm sorry. Uh, whereabouts is the Halloween Rob Zombie duology ranked? 74. Oh, you're, you're just out of the, the threshold. It's 67. Okay, at least that was better. Than yeah, yeah. Uh, whereabouts is Friday the 13th? Um, 25. That's 37. I'm sorry, AJ. Whereabouts is Halloween Town? Oh, you're <laughs> like um 105 that <laughs> uh, is 144 i'm sorry wow whereabouts on our rank list of how many franchises we've covered is hellraiser uh i'm gonna say 89 <laughs> it is 103 that's pretty these aren't bad guesses no they're not the well some scheme. of them are um <laughs> <laughs> Whereabouts is the Brendan Fraser mummy movies? Um, they will be 70. 80, I'm sorry. <laughs> Whereabouts is Critters ranked? How many franchises have we done? Yeah, I need to pull, I should pull up the list. <laughs> 100 and, 160, whatever. Um, there are... Hundred and sixty-four. I can't think if we would have ranked Critters low because of how unmemorable it was, yeah. or if we'd ranked it round the middle because of how unmemorable <laughs> it was. Um, just so you know as well, um, I'll give you this as a freebie. The Nymphomaniac constant is currently at seventy-seven. Yeah, I knew it was somewhere around there. So Critters. Okay. Critters is going to be and how many are there? hundred and what? Sixty-four. I'm gonna say a hundred and fifty. 120 mm. all right yet to get a point for this round number eight you should be able to get this one whereabouts did we rank psycho last week <laughs> i should be able to get this <laughs> one, shouldn't I? okay so um nymphomaniac was at 77 Seven, yeah. so let's go 70 for psycho uh I, you got that within two with psycho is 72 so you get two points for that yes whereabouts is blade ranked this is i'm gonna nine. guess like 60 within two it's 61 very good yes um, yeah coming back <laughs> the last few questions uh so that's two points and the last one which is a bit of a there's a bit of a twist to it a bit of a curly one a bit of a curly one what is the lowest ranked horror franchise on the list phantasm no it's actually not um and then i'll give you I, I, let me god's just not check. dead uh, <laughs> i wish um no which oh is it the, no to be the mummy the some one of the original mummy ones it is the original mummy that's correct i'll give you a point for that and can you tell me what number it is oh out of 164 it's like 160 uh it's actually 157 Hmm. Well, that's still 
That's approximately 160. Yeah, so you get a point for that. All right, that is ranked at franchise. Okay. Now, here's where we get to the parts which are more along the lines of what, well, this round at least, <laughs> is more along the lines of like the quiz you did. So, okay. continue the franchise. These are just questions relating. They're open-ended. They're not multi-choice, sorry. I'm not creative enough to think of wrong answers for things. So... Well, a lot of the wrong answers to my ones are real answers to other questions. True. Um, so these are yeah questions relating to unmade horror sequels. Okay. So and what does this continue the franchise? This will continue the franchise. So there was a crossover sequel pitched for Candyman. What franchise was Candyman going to crossover with? Leprechaun. It is Leprechaun. I knew that one. So this one, it was shot down by Tony Todd, the actor who plays Candyman. Between Candyman 3 and the reboot, Todd turned down projects he felt cheapened the Candyman franchise, including this one. Good on him. Speaking of Leprechaun, what time period was he set to travel back to? In what? In an unmade Is that sequel. what Leprechaun... Oh, oh. Um, let's go the 70s. No, there was a an unmade film talked about in 2008 called Leprechaun in the Old West. Oh, which yeah. makes sense, you know, since being during the gold rush. Mm-hmm. Leprechauns love That's gold. what you'd call it, Leprechaun Gold Rush. Yeah. Okay, here's, um, this one's a bit silly, but it's, it's true. Uh, who would have starred in the original pitch for The Cat in the Hat? This is a horror tony todd (laughs) uh no uh, tim allen was attached to play the cat in the hat in a film based on a story he wrote allen's cat as he described it in 2000 would have been a human being who turns into the cat like a werewolf or vampire as he gets more and more frustrated with these children describing going on to describe how we'd see very little of the cat similar to the xenomorph and alien (laughs) van tim allen is like increasingly becoming one of the like dumbest celebrities i'm aware of (laughs) yeah whenever i hear him speak i'm just like you are the most unsophisticated (laughs) person um that's uh really funny that he went to make the shaggy dog after this yeah 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 but you know it was very it was like predator (laughs) yeah it's more predator than alien but yeah which classic universal monster was David Cronenberg once set to make an adaptation of? The um, Creature from the Black Lagoon. No, good. I mean, they they all would have been good guesses. <laughs> this, uh, Frankenstein. So, okay. uh, Pierre David, a producer, came up one day and just, <laughs> was talking about this and said, listen to this, just listen, tell me what you think. He said, David Cronenberg's Frankenstein... And I said, sounds good to me. And this is like another producer. Soon after, a full-page ad appeared of Variety touting David Cronenberg's Frankenstein as a contemporary vision of a timeless, chilling tale. In the collection of interviews titled Cronenberg on Cronenberg, he's quoted as calling the concept more a rethinking than a remake. For one thing, I'd I'd try to retain Shelley's original concept of the creature being an intelligent, sensitive man, not just a beast. Mm, Nice. I mean, yeah, the body horror stuff of Cronenberg works well with Frankenstein, you'd imagine. Hmm. which video game franchise was george a romero once set to bring to the big screen um silent hill now the other one resident evil it is resident evil i'll give you a point for that Uh, i thought that was too obvious so i didn't guess it (laughs) 
Um, yeah, Romero went so far as to write a screenplay for the adaptation, which curious fans can still find online. Unfortunately, the people in charge at Capcom didn't like the script, and since they own the games, they cancelled it. And look what they got instead. Mm. Uh, just a cavalcade of poorly received dubs. <sighs> yeah. So, there's two big ideas that have been made public that were put forward for Friday the 13th Part 3. You get a point for each. Can you name them? Two big ideas. Mm-hmm. Well, like the two sort of like made public ideas. For Part 3? Part 13. So, oh, the, the, the 13. currently unmade one. We you said Part 3. I said 13. Uh Rewind the tape! (laughs) Made public that were put forward for Friday the 13th Part 3. Friday the 13th Part 3. Part 3. Part 3. Part 3. Part 3. Um, I know there was one that was going to be, like, in the snow. Mm -hmm. Is that one of them? That is one of them. That's uh, Damien Shannon and Mark Mark Swift um, revealed several pages for a script titled Friday the 13th Camp Blood, the Death of Jason Voorhees, which would have taken place in winter. Uh, and was there like a um, found footage one? That is correct. That is the, both of them. Uh, yeah, so the found footage one uh, was announced and fans, there was, there was so much backlash to the film that they killed the entire idea of a Friday the 13th 13. Yeah, the, the fans who have been, who've only had pristine, excellent sequels yeah, to Friday yeah, yeah. the 13th. <laughs> like, we don't want this one. And they're like, all right, well, you get none then. <laughs> just just take the take the shot. Yeah. <laughs> just like, take the punch and then you'll get another one afterwards. Question seven. What is the title of the unmade sequel to It Follows? I didn't know anything about this. Mm. I'd never heard of this. Um, it follows again. No, it's called Follow It. <laughs> okay. Uh, cool. So apparently the one thing that did the distribution company and David Robert Mitchell agreed on was that it would be about the characters chasing down the creature and trying to chase its source, hence the title, Follow It. In 2015, Mitchell told Vulture he had a few set pieces in mind for the film, but nothing's concrete. said, I have a lot of different kinds of projects in many, many different genres, so I don't know that a sequel will be the next thing I would do, but I'm certainly open to it. I kind of just want to see how things play out. But I do want to say that when I wrote this, I had some bigger set pieces, a few things that I sort of simplified, and some stuff that we chose to cut out because of the budget and time. So there's all kinds of fun things that could be done with this concept and story. Okay, I don't... I don't know if it if I'm if I would be hopeful about mm. a it follows sequel being good, yeah. but I would, never I would it call follows. it it follows, but I'd give it two eyes. It follows. <laughs> um, which Friday the Thirteenth film was intended to be the start of its own trilogy? The remake. Uh that's not the answer I had in mind, but you. I, I probably can't um, <laughs> discredit that. So I'll give you a point. Do you want to get another um, another one? Jason X. It is Jason X. Um, so the uh, the writer's idea for Jason X 2 was that the unstoppable maniac would end up in a futuristic city on Earth 2 where he'd wipe out as many people as possible. The end of the second film would see Jason dropped into a warm wormhole and the beginning of the third film would pick up directly afterwards as Jason stepped out of the wormhole into Crystal Lake. Then um, Jason's journey would then take him down one of two ridiculous paths. Either he'd stalk and eliminate his pregnant mother, thus erasing himself from the history. This was deemed too Terminator-esque. Or he'd step out of the wormhole at the military installation where he was captured in Jason X. There, the two Jasons would fight it out to see which hockey-faced maniac was supreme. 
Oh, of course. Jason versus Jason. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so there's apparently like an entire book made of or like of notes and pages of scripts and stuff like that of unmade free versus Jason things, <laughs> um, films. Mm. And there's there's a bunch of different ones. There's one that had them both going to hell and fighting in hell. And I'm going to read you an excerpt from the script and I want you to tell me which name I have redacted. So, interior, nightmare arena, continuous action. Jason falls into a boxing arena. The ropes are entrails, and atop each corner post is, a, is mounted a human head. The spectators are all demons, monsters, and the living dead. Jason looks over at his opponent, dressed in boxing, boxing shorts, shoes, and gloves. It's Freddy. Jason raises his arms and finds he, too, is wearing boxing gloves. Someone steps into the ring. Pinhead? Uh, it's Ted Bundy. Ah, I thought this whole thing was leading up to this pinhead cameo that I knew very well. And I was like, it's bold of you to do something I feel like we've talked about in recent memory. As that is Ted Bundy, but uh, he's later shot by Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> um. All right, and this one, this one's kind of a continuing franchise, but uh, who was the subject of Marilyn Manson's unmade Phantasmagoria movie? Who was the subject? Mm. Um, it was a... Marilyn Monroe. It was like a spooky biopic. I don't know. Uh, I don't even know what Phantasmagoria is. It was this movie he talked about for a long time. I remember being like, you know, following the production of it and then it just disappeared. Uh, it was Lewis Carroll. The full title is uh, Phantasmagoria, The Visions of Lewis Carroll. It's a kind of part of the Alice in Wonderland series. Right. Um, Phantasmagoria was described as filmed in a manner previously unexplored. Manson explained, I have a camera that I'll be the first person to use in cinema and I'm very excited about it. It's very unique. The artist once suggested that the use of subliminal elements to enhance reception... Uh, but also said he may go further. I'm going to do a lot of things that may end up being illegal. Until they are, I will do them. I will. I think it will change people's opinions about horror film, and they will realize they're not all slashes. I might add that the girls playing Tweedledum and Tweedledee are twins who get to have real, genuine sex with each other. I like to make dreams come true. And he turned out to be an abuser. <laughs> so he was going to make two twins... Yeah. real life twins have sex with each other they're like uh, they are like sex workers i believe um and i, I think they're that they're um their whole show is sort of like burlesque twins doing stuff together but i'm not sure you know but i re i remember reading that quote in like 2007 <laughs> well as with every um marilyn manson project looking back uh Seems very cringy and not as cool as he thinks it is. <laughs> uh, all right. So, at the except end of it, for his cover of This Is Halloween from Nightmare. Mm. I should have included that in the music round. Okay, <laughs> only two more rounds left. What could they be? Are you having fun, AJ? I'm having the time of my life. I am quite scared and I do need to pee my pants. I mean, okay. pee. <laughs> So there's only two segments left. You have obviously noted the the theme. Any guesses what the last two rounds could be? Um, <laughs> uh, meeting of the Elders. <laughs> <laughs> this round is called Hashtag Ask Everyone 2K19. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm going to give you um, a Twitter bio, <laughs> and you have to tell me which person related to horror in some way the Twitter bio belongs to. <laughs> okay. All right. This uh, this Twitter bio says. It begins with me covered in sperm, trapped in my old man's balls, then suddenly escape. Um, is this Kevin Smith? It is Kevin Smith. <laughs> I think I've read that before. <laughs> oh, right. This is Kevin Smith responsible for the worst tweet of all time. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Uh, have you read it before? Yeah, I have, yeah. It's like, I might have it memorized. It's like, 10 years in and we still bone like we're cheating on each other with each other um then something about her brown taint area still pones my dick or something <laughs> yeah it's actually like horrendous it is genuinely the worst thing ever tweeted <laughs> let's see it's Fine. celebrated its 10 year anniversary recently I oh wow so 20 years in um yeah, well, it, it, it celebrated its 10-year anniversary um, uh, three years ago. So well, time there you go. 10 years in, and we're bone like we're cheating on each other with each other, a decade plus, and her clit slash brown slash taint area still pones my dick. What does he mean by brown? I've never. Does he just mean her butthole? Yeah. It's, it's such an ambiguous part of the tweet. Mm. <laughs> it says. Um, and then he replied to that saying, five years ago today, I lost a bet to at Jen Schwalbach. Prize was to post the worst tweet she could muster on my timeline, which I presume is... is... Oh, that changes everything. That actually legitimately changes my perspective of Kevin Smith a little bit. <laughs> I thought he posted that apropos of nothing. Yeah. So that, uh, you got that one right. Um, so, tw- uh, question two. Official Twitter of name you know me as iconic character but this is where you get snark free showbiz insights from a veteran character actor is this um doug jones no he doesn't have a twitter bio um or Ah. it's just his actor i think but um very close um this is robert england ah fuck of course that's what i would have said i I keep trying to go like more it doesn't matter, I got wrong. Don't make excuses. <laughs> okay, who has three Korean characters in there? Like, it's it's written in Korean. Uh, and it, tr- it, it spoken out, it translates to Cho Dong Pil. Um, are they Korean themselves? No, they're not. They're not Korean? Yeah, that would have been a good... Uh, <laughs> very obvious. <laughs> Um, is it Jordan Peele? It is Jordan Peele. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan Peele. Oh, right. Very, very cute. How'd you get Jordan Peele if not from that? Just... Uh, I I thought maybe he liked Korean... <laughs> I don't know, really. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like he's, he's quite like a genre bro. So I imagine, like, yeah. he would, like, enjoy a lot of, like, like Asian horror movies and stuff. Mm. So that was as far as I thought about it, it just happened to be right. Whose Twitter bio says, My Mount Rushmore, Kubrick, Kurosawa, Hitchcock, and Ray. Scott Derrickson. No, he's another one that um didn't have a very interesting one. Uh, that is uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Okay. Question five. This page now 98% selfie free. 
Um, this will be. Uh, is this like Jamie Lee Curtis? <laughs> no, this is Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number six, Actor Boy. Ah, Pete Davidson. <laughs> that is uh, Bruce Campbell. Okay, I was thinking this has got to be someone young mm. calling themselves a boy. Uh, number seven, just a very simple one: filmmaker and composer. John Carpenter. It is John Carpenter. Very good. Was it the fact that he said composer that gave it away? No, it was film director. Oh, actually. wow, yeah. Special effects yeah. maker, uh, special makeup effects artist, actor, director, writer, and the king of splatter. The king of splatter? Mm. Um, is it the dude that, um, is it Lee Winnell? No, it's not. Uh, no. That is Tom Savini. No, I don't know who that is. He's the king of splatter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> whose Twitter bio simply reads watch your backs <laughs> uh, Lisa Kudrow <laughs> why I don't know I just thought it was funny <laughs> no, I'm just over the quiz um, <laughs> uh, that is Kane Hodder famous playing Jason what a good one that's um, great and then number 10 there's um, there's a bunch in this person's Twitter bio, but just the one bit that stuck out to me. Uh, they refer to themselves as a mangled dick expert with a um, winking tongue poking out emoji. Um, a mangled dick expert. <laughs> yeah. Is, are they a mangled expert of dicks or are they an expert on mangled dicks? Uh, mangled and dick are both capitalized. Expert is not. Mangled dick expert. Uh, Lorraine Bobbitt. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is um, Felissa Rose, the lead from Sleepaway Camp. Ah, oh, right, <laughs> nice. That's a better answer than what I said. <laughs> um, okay, and now um, this one. This was when I was really scraping the bottom of the barrel. This is this one. This last one is named after a very <laughs> short-lived segment we had on the podcast. This is the last round. There's only six questions for this, and you'll see why. Because this one was the hardest one to put together. This is called Brent. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. I can't believe you got to this before a post. A very obvious <laughs> answer to a quiz post-credit scene segment. No, so. <laughs> So, this is, I'm going to give you a, we, we, we had a very brief segment uh, where there was like floods in Houston and we we, just, we said we're going to have a segment called Brent, Are You Okay? This was, no, you haven't explained nearly enough for newer listeners. All right, here. This is because this was in 2017. We had like 20 listeners. <laughs> One of them who had reached out to us was Brent from Texas. And about two weeks after we got in correspondence with us with him, we found out that there was a hurricane and flooding happening in, in Houston where we thought he lived, or he does live. I can't remember if he told us. And so this is during the Godzilla episodes. We were like, Brent, are you okay, everyone? Yeah, <laughs> reach out to us. So I'm going to give you a character played by someone named Brent. You have to tell me if they live or die in their horror film. Okay. So, Brent State uh, played a character in Final Destination 5. Did he survive the film? Yes. Uh, he did not. He was impaled through the head by a falling construction hook after accidentally being knocked into its path by Arlen Escapada. Yes. <laughs> we interviewed Arlen. He was cool. 
Brent Jennings plays a character in Alone in the Dark. Does he survive? No. Uh, correct. The Brent Jennings dies in Alone in the Dark. They're, they're back broken when Erland Van Lith snaps Brent against his knee while Erland and the other inmates are escaping the asylum during a blackout. This is a really funny way to adapt Brent to you okay into a quiz. <laughs> Thank you. I was proud of this one. I was like just writing down all the sequence I could think of. Uh, Brenton Thwaites in Oculus. No. No, he, he doesn't says, He doesn't. No, he doesn't survive. He doesn't survive. Uh, he does. Yeah. Um, oh. He plays the one of the main characters and he survives to the end. Brent Spiner, who you might know, in Independence Day. Uh, yeah, he survives that. Uh, I actually would have accepted either answer. Um, this is on, on there's like morgue wiki or something like that. And it says in Independence Day, he's killed or at least clinically when the alien he's operating on attacks and strangles him by the throat with its tentacles, sub- subsequently taking over his body to communicate. Robert Lozier, Adam Baldwin and Bobby Hosea kill the extraterrestrial. According to Spiner, a scene where Baldwin checks his pulse and says he's dead, sir, was filmed, but then cut out of the movie. The director's commentary notes he was just not in. And knocked out into a coma. And the sequel, Independence Day Resurgent, proves that by showing Spiner remains in 20-year coma. But this is still listed on this website since this was originally intended as a death scene. So I'll give you a point for that. That is so interesting. So he's still in a coma in, in Resurgent. 20 years later, apparently. That's that's pretty miserable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number five, Brent Wersner in Green Room. I want to see this. <laughs> I not seen it. I'm going to guess, yes, he survives. He does survive, yeah. Um, okay, don't tell me who he is. Well, I don't know. He might just be an extra of something for all I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Brent Hinckley in Science of the Lambs. Last question of the quiz. Brent Hinckley survives Silence of the Lambs. He does, yeah. All right. So you finish this quiz with a possible score of 30, which is the highest score ever recorded on this quiz. So very good job to you, AJ. <laughs> any any parting words you want to you wanna say? How are you, how are you feeling? Talk me through it. How many questions were there? Oh, too bloody many if you ask me. <laughs> I'm happy with 30. I think I did all right. I think I... I got a few questions out of nowhere there, mm-hmm. which is always the best one, best feeling. To, it certainly to wasn't get a an easy quiz. It wasn't one that was designed to make you feel good about yourself. It wasn't designed to be one, yeah. No. Um, no, I feel good about it. Thank you very much for putting it together, Richard. I hope Thank the you. listeners enjoyed it. Let us know at home what score you got and how annoyed you got at me in the music round. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, if you enjoyed this podcast, then please consider following us and liking us at all the places. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Cole Popshire. You can join our Discord, which there'll be a link to in the um, show notes. Or you can, if you would like, you can donate over at patreon.com slash Popshire, um, where you can get us to do all sorts of things like tell us which movies we can watch and things like that. Richard, we've also got to do a post credit scene. We're doing two um, so post credit scenes. Well, let's... I know what you mean, but let's make it just the one. <laughs> okay. Uh, so st- stay tuned after this music ends for, for that and see us next week where we're going to be covering the Child's Play <laughs> series. Very exciting. It's been very spooky. Halloween. <laughs> very spooky. <laughs> very spooky. Um, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. All right. Whoa, Welcome along. 
I thought credit we were doing it scene. Well. Okay. We could have. D- I didn't stop. Welcome along to the post credit scene. This is a segment at the end of each episode where if you uh, donate five dollars or more over at patreon.com slash Culpopsher, you get to give us something to talk about mm. in this the post credit scene. And we're Correct. doing something a bit different for the post credit scene today. Uh, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I said, you know what, cult elders, you should give us like props of stuff to talk about. Because you know, I always feel bad that if we just brush past your thoughts, and especially if it's something we've already brought up. So, um, And then uh, Cheese on the Discord did that and uh, as part of the cult elders segment, and we missed uh, their comments. So sorry about that, Cheese. Um, but they... So we're going to do it now Cheese as did a, ask as a question, a- so... yeah as a post-credit scene they've they've paid their money to ask the question so um cheese said on this on on psycho uh, i've only ever watched the first psycho and of course it's good but here's an interesting topic what hitchcock movies have you watched and what do you think of him as a director overall uh personally i've seen vertigo rope rear window and i think that might be it i've seen vertigo and rear window you've seen Rebecca, rebecca yeah yeah, yeah I, I mean, it's out of the ones I've seen, because Rear Window and Rope both have sort of like a twist to how they're shot. Rope is all one shot, and then Rear Window, like every shot originates from inside that apartment. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I like that he's he, he challenges himself like that, you know? And he's still able to create these tense, a spooky movies that... by And giving himself his own limitation. And, you know, these are later on in his career films, and so... Hmm. you know the, the director trying to keep himself entertained it seems um hmm. i i see why everyone likes him i don't i i don't really like vertigo that much i like vertigo i think i can i out of the films i've seen i've always been like um well psycho more so than the others was like oh my god of course everything yeah. oh, that's what everything I was psycho, always yeah. Hitch, hitchcock hmm. um i liked vertigo uh, when i saw rear window i was 19 and my immediate thought was um, uh, Disturbia is better, mm. <laughs> which is the Shia LaBeouf, uh, not exactly. I think it was like so similar that they had to pay reparations to the Hitchcock I estate. A, I think it's a remake. Is it? Yeah. I don't know if they, they ever called it that. What I'll say about the difference between Hitch, the difference between Disturbia and Rear Window is that Rear Window, spoilers for both, I'll say that spoilers for both films, Rear Window is like Jimmy Stewart suspects that his neighbor is a murderer and it's just continuing to think that until, yep, his neighbor's a murderer. Whereas Disturbia um, makes you doubt it and, and gives you twists and turns along the way, which I responded to better. I'm sure if I was to watch both movie back to back now, I might have a different <laughs> opinion. But uh, I certainly haven't seen as much Hitchcock as I probably should have had seen mm, yeah, being same. a film buff. Um, but Rebecca's pretty good and Psycho's really good. And I guess um, maybe like this could be the start of us exploring Could be the start Hitchcock. of something new. There you go. A famous Hitchcock quote. 